We did it. Kevin. Shut them things out. We did it. Play the song, baby. That's our victory music. Let it go. Oh, man. Browns 27, Cardinals 0. Now, we're keeping this half full, as always, glass half full. But we'd be remiss not to just highlight the Browns still being the Browns in this stat that we haven't <laughs> blanked a team since like 07. <laughs> yeah. The Cleveland Browns had not shut a team out prior to this game since George W. Bush was in office. Since Jeez. you and I God almighty. were I was in freshman school, in college. Or freshman in college, yeah. Shout but. out Dayton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, number one Browns podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And we are here to celebrate Getting back on track. Yeah, I don't care if it was against Clayton Toon and a one and eight Cardinals team, but hey, we won twenty seven to nothing. This defense is still for real. Deshaun seems to be uh, on the up and up from that shoulder, and let's keep it rolling, baby. Yeah, he uh, he threw. I think I tweeted it out that uh, he that that was the deepest ball he's ever thrown in a Browns uniform. The first one. And How about then this? The second Amari one. said it was the prettiest deep ball he's ever caught in his career. <laughs> I just read that. I just read that uh, the Browns posted that video. Amari said it was the prettiest deep ball he's ever seen. Is that what he said? Yes. And yeah. caught. Yeah. And somebody in the comments said, well, in fairness, what, what is he going to say? Like, nah, it's probably like four or five. <laughs> like, <laughs> shout out to Mark Cooper. Shout out Kareem. Shout out to Sean. Zone shout again. out to Sean. And yes, keep going. Yeah, let's go, foe. He's back. Um, Kareem Hunt win. with the fifth consecutive touchdown. Uh, oh, dude. So I, I've been kind of chronicling, and you witness it firsthand at Goodnight John Boy, that bathroom urinal, whenever I stand in there, either like something good happens, and I'm like, okay, this is getting absurd. Let's just not go to the bathroom when we're up 21 nothing in the fourth. And lo and behold, Brown's kicker misses it. 58 total yards our defense held them to. Brown's defense number one in the NFL. Miles Garrett, just, <laughs> good Lord. Hey, here's something I've learned, and this is a reminder for myself, just as much as for you and everyone else listening. We learned this, you know, when we had LeBron, probably more after we had LeBron. I learned it, uh, you know, with Dayton basketball, shout out Dayton Hoops, when we had Obi Toppin. Um, we need to just not take for granted having this dude on this team. Miles Garrett, who is an MVP, Defensive Player of the Year conversation, yada, 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 yada. Like, we're never going to have another Miles Garrett on the Browns. Probably not. And at least not for a very, very long time. So I just want to make sure that, and this is going to remind myself, to just enjoy the fact that he's here now. He's at the top of his prime, top of his game, because um, this doesn't go on forever. But it goes on right now and into this next week against the Ravens. Yep. And uh, on that defensive line note, shout out to, what the hell is his name? Tomlinson. Uh, he put up a hat trick. He had had one sack. Did he have a sack? He had like a half sack going into that game. And he's been great at stuff in the run. Don't get me wrong. He's He is a huge part of that defense being bet. Not to take away from Jim Schwartz, but a big part of the defense being better is that they have tackles that don't weigh as much as you and I. Makes the whole team look better. But he put up a hat trick in sacks. And it's like, wow, dude, have a day. Oh, man. Uh, how are we feeling about this weekend? 
I'm not. All right, let's do this. Obviously, last time we got our doors blown off. And I will say everything I've heard, every player interview this week, they all want another shot at this big time against this team. Stefanski is one in seven against Lamar. Um, Miles Garrett is one in six, I believe. I think he was hurt. This was rookie year for one of those games. Lamar Jackson, number eight, has been our daddy. I, I don't. I don't think Stepanski's beaten Lamar. I, he's beaten, no, you're right. He's beaten the Ravens. Yeah, he he's never beaten Lamar. Lamar. Correct. You're correct. So they blew the doors off the Seahawks last week, 37-3. to three. We're coming in as six-and-a-half-point dogs. But you know what? Bring that shit on. Kevin, Bring them rat birds on, baby. A little lesson to anybody that's still listening. Hang this, on. I'm not editing this, so the silver, <laughs> it's better be good. Uh, the silverback gorilla, as you know, when a male wants to take dominance over from the previous alpha male, the old guard, that gorilla beats the shit out of the alpha male. And then you know what it does? I don't. It rips its genitalia off. Its own or the other? <laughs> the other gorilla. I was kidding. Um, am I really going to Wikipedia this later just to confirm or deny this? I'm going to Wikipedia. We'll go with it. Browns are ripping dicks off this weekend. Is all, all right. I'm saying. Hey, I'm feeling it. it. We detoured, but we got to the end. You landed that plane. <laughs> We're ripping genitalia off. Um, in the joking sense. Yes. You want to of beat the, the other man. football team. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And they're going to do it silverback gorilla style, metaphorically. Can we just get this out of the way now? Here's the I am the resident pessimist. OBJ got his first touchdown of the season last weekend. He's been a complete non-factor this entire season. They're paying him $15 million, whatever. Um, he scored his first touchdown of the season last week against the Seahawks in garbage time. But let's just chalk him up to getting one against the Browns. You know that's going to happen. No, Mark no, Andrews. Hoping, al- it, hoping it keeps it to one. Mark Andrews always gets one against the Browns. He's having a career. And a year. Career. Clowney. Uh, Clowney's not terrible back there on defense so he'll probably get one or two of his let's just get that out of the way anyway that being said when they talked to jim schwartz today at his press conference said you know what are you going to do different after you got destroyed a few weeks ago he goes that's for baltimore to find out that was when you read it it sounded more badass but i got fired up when you said it but i don't know when you read it out loud it's not oh speaking of uh me just killing the mood with a dumb brown stat um the browns have had Two touchdowns this year thrown to a wide receiver, both of them to Amari Cooper. Yes. One of them off the helmet. So I would love to see them get the rest of those wide receivers involved. And this, I think this is the biggest opportunity for Deshaun Watson to truly win over the fan base. It's not a must win game, but man, if they could go to Baltimore and beat the doors off this team, that would be huge and hope and pray. If we win in Baltimore on Sunday, it changes the entire conversation. Oof. It sets up a lot of things. We have to, to still have a shot at the division. Long story short, we got to win the next two. We got to beat the Ravens. We got to beat Pittsburgh the week after. Yeah. Have to. And, and you know what? Not saying we're out of the playoffs if we don't. But it becomes a lot harder. These next two weeks are the two biggest weeks of the season. I hate to break it to y'all. Yeah, no, and it's a control your destiny situation for the Browns. And I don't know, man. I'm hoping that Deshaun, he's looked 
good in the past two full games that he's played. Granted, they were against kind of weak teams, but they're still NFL caliber teams. Uh, it was kind of bizarre. He, I don't know if you call this criticism, but people were like, okay, he threw the deep balls like flawlessly, but on the short passes, he was like all over the place. What I'm talking that up to is my basic pre-basic football knowledge is the short passes, screen passes, that's all timing. And that just has to come from reps, from game reps especially. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if this is a uh, like a hot take. This is a I have no clue take. But early on in the game, he was like kind of scrambling and he threw it to Jerome Ford while he was on the run and he threw it like in front of himself. He was not relaxed that first quarter. Correct. He was not settled but, in at all. He completed the pass yeah. and it was like, okay, there's some swag with it. Granted, he threw a bunch in the dirt after that, but, you know, things picked up rapidly for Los Browns. Hope he can keep moving forward. Again, they weren't against the best teams in the NFL. This is going to be a huge test against the best defense, and I'm going to call them the best defense until we beat them. Um, Still one of the top rushing teams in the league. If I would have told you that after losing Chubb. So shout out Callahan, Stefanski, that whole coaching staff. I mean, that's huge. That is huge. They are getting great production out of their running backs. But what you said about Amari is also correct in the rest of the wide receivers that fortunately the good news is this great defense is getting all the headlines and deservedly. So the bad news is it's hiding and masking some big questions on offense right now. Obviously the O line's playing lights out. The run game is still there, but we got to get more than just Amari Cooper in the end zone from our receivers, or we're not going to do a whole lot. Sorry. Yeah, I, but also Deshaun, if you're listening, I don't want you to force it in, <laughs> you know, do whatever's open. Uh, I, I thought, was that his best touchdown pass of the year to Najoku? It's, I mean, he, he's played like what, how many games? So yeah, we'll say yeah, yes. Yeah. That's, Hey, you know, the biggest stat though, from that entire game, no turnovers, no turnovers. We had no turnovers that game that hasn't happened yet. And spoiler alert. I'm not really splitting an atom here, nor do we ever on the Dogs War podcast. That's the strategy for Sunday. <laughs> if we turn the ball over once against with with number eight to take over with that offense, we got problems. Yeah. Twice, game over. Yep. Uh, Shout out uh, Todd Munkin, our old offensive coordinator, who's now the OC over at Baltimore. You know, people were having questions about, you know, what is he going to do here coming out of, you know, the college scene where he won a national ch- uh, the chip with uh, Georgia last year. Damn. Yeah. That offense is on fire. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a pretty big test for the Brown. And, you know, they haven't, I guess, not to be the sky is falling, but their defense has been phenomenal against non-mobile quarterbacks. And I don't know, like Lamar being able to take off, like this is going to be a huge test for the linebackers, man. I, I do think that is why they drafted JOK, somebody that could hopefully keep up with Lamar Jackson. But this is going to be big. Like it's, I'm hoping to see it like a low possession game, win the ball, like whoever blinks first is going to lose, but can they win this dog fight in the trenches? Over under 38, so Vegas thinks there's going to be not a ton of touchdown score in this game. Um, Baltimore, we didn't have a guest on this week because I, granted, just like everyone else here, I've always despised Baltimore 
for obvious reasons, which we're not getting into. I had a just for whatever reason, I was reading a lot about the history this week. I was looking back at stuff with uh, Art Modell because this was the this week. Yesterday was the 30th anniversary of us cutting Bernie Kosar from the Browns. Mm. So anyway, I just I just wasn't in the mood to talk to a Baltimore person about this game. We've already played them. We know what it is. They had like 20 guys injured last game. They're all back now. We knew this is going to be the hardest, harder game of the two. And, uh, you know, after last game where the defense even said themselves, they said, yeah, we got a little full of ourselves, but they're ready for the rock. Kareem was on the radio this week talking. He cannot wait. He's ready to jump through a wall for this game or run through a wall for this game. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, the, the secret, the secret sauce that's on a secret is we get one turnover. We're probably screwed two or more. We're shot. Yeah. And to get. I'm not saying Deshaun is going to be 100% or even, you know, uh, MVP convo Deshaun this weekend. But to get back into that conversation, which I know he wants to, obviously, and his ceiling is to get there, obviously, because we've seen him do it. you got to beat the Lamars, the Mahomes, the Burrows, the Josh Allens. These are the teams you have to go up against to be. I know he's not playing Lamar directly, but this is the, this is the team in the quarterback and the offense we have to beat to make things happen this season. Yeah. So well said, probably a fantastic note to end on. Yeah. We talked, uh, ape genitalia, uh, just for a shout out. Uh, the candle is lit before I forget that, before we even start this episode, we talked about, we talked about enough. Yeah. The, we should have killed it after the, the apes or girl, whatever you did, but Hey, oh, gentlemen, the pregame episode will be coming Friday or Saturday. Give you more of the, the quick hits on the Ravens as we travel to Baltimore for the game on Sunday. For Raleigh, for myself, they listen to Dogs War Podcast, and good night, Cleveland. <laughs>